I know I said I had to learn my lesson with upping the weight too high and things like that. But thankfully, I didn't get hurt in that process. Yes, thankfully. Um, so I guess I could have. So knowing to just trust the machine, do your starting weights and do the weight that they suggest, that probably would have been helpful. But I still think that I might have continued to have this cocky feeling about what I'm capable of and things like that had I not learned that lesson. So I still feel like even though I made that mistake, it was a good mistake to make. Welcome to the Superset Podcast, episode 42. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hello. Hi. How are you? I am good. So you were telling me before we started about what program are you working on? I am working on the Coach Gabby Shaped and Shredded. But yeah, it's a great, great workout. It's like, it's a lean program, which is my focus right now. Mm -hmm. And I really like that there's moves in it that I haven't done over and over again. And I also really like that it has a different like I feel like I'm seeing results in different places like there's a lot of focus on core and I'm really seeing the results of that awesome and what am I doing what are you doing I don't know I can never remember the names you tend to know better than uh, I do it's like see. muscle something oh yeah something. yeah yeah muscle building burnout that's right burnout because you have to do the whole thing <laughs> in a uh, denim jacket <laughs> and, while smoking a pack of Marlboro it's lights not that kind of burnout I keep telling you that <laughs> <laughs> I hand drew a Metallica logo on the back and a Sharpie. That's how much of a burnout I am. So it's something. It's effective. Yeah. I, I keep I keep listening at the end for him to like, because they'll, they'll tell you like, oh, take a day off. And he keeps saying like, see you back here tomorrow. And I'm like, not another tomorrow? And he's like, oh, I mean, if you're achy. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm not that achy because he, he moves it around. So it's different muscles, groups. So like, I'm like, well, the part I'm going to be using is an achy, so I guess I'll do it. I keep expecting there to be a day off and I'm on day, going into day five and there hasn't been. He's just like, yeah, come back tomorrow, you puss. <laughs> well, that's okay. a quote, by when the he, way. That's a quote. That Action Jackson he said, said that. that. He said, was come he back. like Tom, he you said, puss? <laughs> come back tomorrow, Tom, you puss. Yeah, that sounds right. I think that's the custom version. For yeah, you. They, they, they told me they were creating one just for yeah, you. Yeah, he's like, sounds like it's ready. Right. He's like, <laughs> or should I call you Tom? Tommy. That's what he... <laughs> I guess, though, Tom, if there's four workouts in a week, you should take a break. Like okay. that's you, so you. I'm just letting you know that I will take a nap today instead of working out. Okay, that's what that's what Coach Crystal told me to do. <laughs> well, sometimes I outrank Coach Jackson. How about that? Yeah. Well, there you go. And you've never called me a puss <laughs> to my face <laughs> that I know of. I don't feel like he did either. I think he kind of made that up. <laughs> so uh, what, pray tell, do you have in store for people this week? Well, we are going to talk about the Tonal Strength Institute. We're going to find out how strong the city of St. Louis is. We're going to talk new... And lots of other cities, too. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, Because most yeah. listeners are like, I don't care how strong the city right, of St. Louis right. is. <laughs> well, we're in St. Louis. Right. So I was trying to be rah-rah for the city. Yeah. I don't know why, because I never have any other time. No. But it just seemed like not. a good moment. Sure. It backfired, apparently. <laughs> but also... You puss. <laughs> We're also going to talk about the new content that has dropped. There's an interesting review for Tonal that came out. Like the person has had it for two years now Mm -hmm. and they kind of went back and did a new review and updated one. And then we have some in the news for the instructors and some other in case you missed it type things that we're going to hit. Awesome. Well, before we get to all that shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Tune in iHeart. If you find a podcast there, you can find us. While you're there, be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. We just show right up in your little magic iPod podcast delivery brick. (laughs) Uh And uh, you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash superset podcast. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, don't forget, you can watch all of these episodes at our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash the clip out the name of our other podcast. But this one lives there as well. So there's all that. Let's dig in, shall we? We shall. Look who's talking about tonal. So. The Tonal Strength Institute Summit took place on March 30th. Yes. And if you did not get to partake in the classes, if you were registered and you didn't get to listen to the talks, you still can for the next 30 days after they were loaded. So until April 13th or so, you can still take place. Gotcha. You can still go listen to them. It was very interesting. It wasn't what I expected at all. I don't even know what I expected until I realized it wasn't what I expected. (laughs) And I don't mean that like it's bad. It's not bad. It's just it was like you said the same thing after our first date. You're like, I don't know what I expected, but it was not this. I, <laughs> I mean, it's not bad, I guess. But. No, no. It, honestly, in all sincerity, I don't. I didn't say that after our first date. And uh, and in this situation, like, I don't want anyone to think that that's a bad thing. But no. I like. I think I had it in my head. It was going to be more like a spectacle. You right. know what I mean? Like there was going to be entertainment and it wasn't it was like really in-depth really good information so it's not that it was a bad thing yeah. i just well it was called summit it right summits are very was. button up and push up your glasses because we're gonna nerd out right and, you know that's what i mean like it wasn't i didn't even know that i was expecting that until it wasn't what i expected sure. and so it's on me you yeah. know it's not what i thought it was going to be but it wasn't bad it was just different than and, i thought and i think it also illustrates that like what a serious piece of equipment tonal for is, sure. right? Like I think a lot of people, you know, the natural comparison is Peloton for a lot of people when it comes to home equipment that has this screen interactivity component. Mm-hmm. And not that tonal can't also be entertaining, but like there's a ton of science going on behind tonal that I think sometimes that people that are just learning about it. It's not really necessarily on their radar about how much thought is going into their strategies. It's so true. I mean, the thought that goes into a hypertrophy program, the thought that goes into mobility, the thought that goes into what women need versus what men need, the in-depth research that is happening in response to all of the data we give Tonal on a daily basis. Like, it's just phenomenal. It's so much deeper than I thought, let alone people who are just getting to know Tonal. So, yeah. so much information here. And I 
think that we're going to see more and more of this information being kind of pulled out of Tonal. I think they're going to find different ways to publish it and give us this information. So if for some reason you don't get to go back and watch the videos, my understanding is it's even going to be up on YouTube. So like, I don't think that they're going to like keep it from people. I think this is going to be a long term thing that you can go do. If you're looking for it, it took place on March 30th. Earlier, I said it would be up till April 15th, and I I should have said the end of April. Gotcha. So it will be up for quite a while. So if you're hearing this later, you're not listening to it in a timely manner, it should be up for quite a while. They may decide to keep it out there forever. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Tonal, I mean, you know, they've talked about this before on the show, but they collect so much data that previously was uncollectible, right? Exactly. Or if it was collectible, it was self-reported and and you never know how like people mean well but right but like, they may not be accurate yeah like not even that they're trying to lie to you but sometimes people lie to themselves or <laughs> when you know when they used to do tv diaries and people would be like no no no, i watch pbs all week right and because i'm really smart but now this removes that from the equation so there's they're just finding so much information that they wouldn't have had next uh, previously and i've heard next year because of your concerns about lack of spectacle they will do the entire thing while holding a sparkler (laughs) (laughs) well and they had they had fun components that were unexpected as well like they had a scavenger hunt and like you could log on and interact like you could go into a tonal gym and they were like avatars of all the different instructors like it's not that there was not fun to it it's just that it was not what i expected and so I, again, I didn't even know I had expectations. Right. It was it's the just, first one, so there's no way to re- really, there's nothing to compare it to. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But they put a lot of effort into it, and it really showed. It was really cool, and I am so glad this is going to be an annual event, and hopefully next year we'll get to go in person. Ooh, that would be fun. It sure would. So the Tonal blog had a post about the strongest cities in America revealed, and so they, I guess, collected each city's average strength score they did so this is pretty fascinating so coming in at number one san francisco oakland san jose because it's one big glob of an area the bay area they say and with 448 i feel like casey Kasem coming in at number 48 (laughs) it's san francisco uh (laughs) seattle tacoma had a strength score of 433 yeah this next one shocked me Kansas City. What's going on over there? I think they've just sold two of them in Kansas City and they're doing really well. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Just kidding. I'm sure they've sold more than two in Kansas City. (laughs) Indianapolis at 427. Midwest represent. Yeah. Portland at 419.5. What what happened between Seattle and Portland? Like they're not even that far apart. What how come Portland so far is the only one with a decimal? That's a good question. I don't know. Yeah. Los Angeles is at 418. Yeah. You notice St. Louis has not come up yet. Did no, you but, we're, that? but we're coming up. We're on the list. <sighs> hey, we're on the list. That's not about murder. Okay, that's so, true. That's a good point, Tom. Wherever, good point. You got to be positive. Wherever we land mm-hmm. on the non-murder list is good. Yeah, that's like, true. Yeah. That's true. And then next is Los Angeles at 418, Boston at 417, and St. Louis and Denver are tied 
at 416. Bring it, Denver. I think Denver actually should get an extra point because... They're at higher altitude. Right, they're honestly. at higher altitude. They have less oxygen. So, yeah. But I guess they've acclimated. They're like the American version of Sherpas. But we have all the of, murder here. Sherpas. We have the murder. Yeah. They're like, running. I was surprised we're as high on this list as we are. I Personally, I think it's entirely because of me. Um <laughs> <laughs> wow you've gone for a person who, who who was literally in the tonal closet to saying the entire string I'm score carrying of st louis. st louis on my back i was just happy to see that my score was higher than the average for the city that is cool i actually. think we're as high on this list as we are because of all the murder right like we need to be Extra strong to do the, the murdering, to fend off the murders oh, and the mugging, to fend off. Oh, and okay. To do, okay, maybe I don't think very many people have bought tonals specifically <laughs> with training for murder in mind. You don't think? I feel fairly confident that that's not occurring because they collect all that data, and so if they they would they would catch that you were really just kind of focusing on a stabbing motion, and so they'd be like, "We need to take that person's tonal." Well, I mean. I guess if you want to be that way. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, after Denver is Baltimore at 413.5, just squeaking past Las Vegas by 0.5. So those decimals really pay yeah, off. Yeah, but like, look at that. Las Vegas, Dallas, and Chicago, some of the largest cities in America. Yeah. All at 413. They're like in a three-way tie. Yeah. I'm sure it's not the first three-way in Vegas. Okay. What? <laughs> it's, tell me I'm wrong. Stop it. Austin has a four, has 412 and then Columbus 410.5. Yeah. But, so. And they also broke it down of uh, men versus women in mm-hmm. those cities. And the strongest cities got kind of mixed up a little when they yeah. did that. The three strongest cities for women were Minneapolis, Denver, and St. Louis. So apparently so you're carrying I'm, st louis i well i thought i was dragging it down i thought that <laughs> i was like some like some woman in denver one. is way stronger yeah and like pulled that up and then for the men it's cleveland kansas city and san diego st louis didn't even make the list babe so i don't know what to tell you i guess i'm not as good as i thought <laughs> which is saying something because i really didn't think i was very good at all <laughs> But that's a fun list. I thought it was a really fun list. I love that, uh, speaking of data, that Tonal has this kind of data and tells us about it. It's so fun. Yeah. Thought this was a really interesting blog post over on Tonal. I know you thought it too because you pick them. Yeah. But it was three myths about strength training for women that are debunked by science. I love a good debunking. Debunking is great. Yes. You know? I mean, you get new information, you change your mind, you update the science. Just saying. Oh, I no, no, no. I will never let science change my mind. Oh, OK. Yeah. OK. Got it. So I don't want to read all these facts, but the, the things that it debunked, if you kind of scroll down. Oh, what, what are you doing there, Tom? What are you highlighting? I'm not trying to highlight anything. My oh, computer okay. I thought you were going to make me. some I thought you were going to make some kind of thing up, you know? No, uh, my computer was fighting me. But they have all these things that they debunk one by one. Myth one, women shouldn't lift heavy because they'll get bulky. This is the craziest thing in the world. And like, so it just persists. This is not a new thing. Like when people first started doing strength training or weightlifting, like science, medical science was like, you'll get bulky and that's bad. Mm -hmm. And so it was years before like weightlifting really entered the mainstream because people were like scared that they would quote unquote 
get bulky. And I mean, and male or female, like if it was that easy, we'd all be there by mm-hmm. now, right? Like right. you'd work out like, oh, okay, I worked out for four days. I'm bulky now. Like it's not, <laughs> it's really hard to get that way. Like, I know. No, like we're not going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. In your entire life, have you ever seen somebody that looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger or Lou Ferrigno and you're like, how'd you get that way? By accident. <laughs> no. Like I just, I reached no. over. And the for, amount of food that you yeah. had to eat to support this. I bought a 25 pound bag of dog food at Costco when I carried it in. Next thing you know, <laughs> I'm in the Olympics. <laughs> what? Like, they got to warn somebody. <laughs> Next time I'm going to buy two 12 and a half pound bags. It's just craziness. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. And science backs that up. Yes. Yeah, so you're not going to accidentally become a bodybuilder. <laughs> Myth number two, you have to have big muscles to be strong. Now, this is something that I did not know until I started using tonal. Agreed. I had to dig into hypertrophy versus uh, just yeah. I strength. just assumed if a bigger muscle must have more stuff in there to make it do muscly stuff. It's fascinating that that's not the and case. It's not the case. I just read an interview with the guy who plays Jack Reacher, <laughs> and he was talking about. Tell all, me more. Yeah, calm down. <laughs> uh, he was. Uh, he didn't get that way by accident. No, he did not. They paid him quite well to get that way. But he was talking about how he bulked up for the role and that like he was kind of caught off guard, too, that he's like, I'm big. He goes, but I'm not all that strong. He's like, there are people in the gym that don't look like I do physically, but they can lift tons more. That's crazy. Yeah, it is, it is very counterintuitive. I have very to say. much so. Myth number three, you have to follow a very strict, limited diet to attain your goals. You don't. And they say in here, carbs are not the enemy. Fats aren't bad. You don't need to only eat salad. Totally true. Totally true. In fact, you need to eat more food to get bigger and stronger. Those are good to know. And if you want to read the whole thing, it lives over on the Tonal blog. So go check it out. Yep. Good stuff. Tonal knocking it out of the park with the info. There was a review from what's this guy's name? Learn with Travis. Yeah. Learn with Travis. Yeah. And he posts reviews of things and he posted a review about two years ago. The tonal said good things. And so he did a follow up review. The tonal two years later. Yeah. And it's it's a great review. Like spoiler alert. There's nothing bad here. The reason that I'm including it is because, first of all, you don't see a lot of people still using exercise equipment two years later. Totally. Yeah. Bought it. And second of all, it just goes to show how much tonal has evolved in two years. Like there's so many things that it does two years later that it did not do. And it's just really cool that they keep adding all these new things. Plus, I know a lot of people are like, you know, will it hold up? It's, you know, it's, you know, I don't want to spend all this money and then have it just, you know, be all janky. And, you know, and it does hold up. He's been using it frequently his strength score is like 800 and something so clearly he's been using it and it's held up just fine for him he was very impressed with how sturdy it is and how the ropes still work and nothing snapped and didn't fall off the wall and all this stupid things that people don't know what they're talking about try to say yeah exactly well said new tonal content so lots of new content but we have one we start with i thought we'd start with which what's Sculpt your core. What's it called? (laughs) Sculpted to the core. Sculpted to the core. (laughs) Yeah, this is really fun because one of my suggestions to the tonal community was that that. uh, that we have a program that includes multiple instructors. And look. 
tonal delivered. Ta-da. There's a two-week program, and it has Coach Gabby and Coach Paul. Who else was just in there? They just like showed everybody, and it like went really fast. It did go fast. <laughs> and I was, I I was reading and yeah. not saying... Wasn't paying attention to who all was in there, but it's got four different instructors. That's the point. And the point is, is that it's a brand new live program. Oh, here we go. Coaches Gabby, Jared, Nikki and Paul. And they're going to do six fast paced, full body scorchers. They're going to be every Monday, Wednesday and Friday for two weeks at 6 p.m. Pacific time. And of course, after the program is live, it'll about 36 hours. Once all of those classes have been put together the entire program will live out there on demand you'll be able to take the classes on demand 36 hours after they are live but you'll be able to take the entire program the entire thing after all of them have aired so, so. you could do it multiple times so you could do sculpted three core sculpted four core exactly just like fast and furious see, it's movies to the core not number two like two right but the, then okay. the next one will be three it wasn't like that with three fast and the furious. Core? yeah okay it didn't make sense when Fast and Furious did it, but they still did it. That's true. They did. But there is all sorts of other content available. There is. And I have to give a little shout out to Coach Nicolette because she is also doing her first live program this week. And it starts, I think it starts today. And it's going to be a two week program as well. And she is going to be doing a boot camp style workout live. In addition to all of those live workouts, we also have on demand new quick fit spicy leg day with coach Francis. And that is a lower body 13 minutes intro to arms with coach Nikki upper body 11 minutes light upper body with coach Paul 14 minutes level up cardio with coach Allison. That's a beginner perfect for full body 24 minutes new yoga test your focus with coach jake i already know i don't have any uh 36 minutes i drive a crv so i'm not sure (laughs) that class is for me i don't think even people even know what a ford focus is anymore new recovery we have lower body unstuck with coach jared really good for mobility recovery 11 minutes for the lower body lots of good stuff awesome instructors in the news So, Coach, Brendan had a nice post kind of about uh, success and how you define it. He did. First of all, he sees himself as an underdog. That's just crazy to me. It's such a thing about perception, right? Because he's an NFL player and I just see him as success. It it never even occurred to me. But he's around other NFL players, right? So he's like, okay, but I'm not Tom Brady. But that's not even what he's talking about. He's talking about where he started from. And he talked about the fact that like that he grew up in a home that did not have a lot of money mm-hmm. or wealth and therefore sometimes they were literally in the welfare line like they didn't right. you know he had a single mom who was taking care of three children she was caucasian and the children were biracial that in and of itself is so stressful and like yeah. just dealing with all of that then adding to the fact that you know they had to accept government assistance and literally stand in line to get food like he talked about how he went from that to now she is a grandmom to like eight kids and two of her sons are NFL players both both were in the NFL longer than 10 years like wow that just goes to show that regardless of where you start you can work hard and get wherever you want to be and that was the whole point of his post that like regardless of where you are do not count yourself out absolutely Uh, and I just thought it was a really inspiring great post less inspiring (laughs) But fun. It's okay to be fun. It is okay to be fun. Uh, (laughs) Coach Natalie had, uh, it was commemorating 
the start of Bridgerton season two. Her wedding's like like thirty six minutes away, uh-huh. and she's like, "But let me do a thing about Bridgerton." Yeah, and, and really, I love her sense of humor. But I also just had to say, "Congrats that you got married, yeah. Natalie!" Like you focus on having this silly, great, fun video, and it's like, how awesome is that? Like you said, Tom, she's yeah. about to have a wedding, and she's focused on just doing a silly video. I it's love also it. nice that, like, yeah, it's, weddings can be so taxing, and people forget to have fun. So <laughs> I'm glad that she didn't. Agreed. And it's coming from two people that got married at a Dave and Buster's. <laughs> we like to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Tonal Book Club. So the latest book club book has been selected and it is grit. Yeah. April is grit. And that is what is uh, Angela Duckworth. Dr. Duckworth. <laughs> That's just fun to say. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Duckworth. (laughs) You flip your feathers back like that, too. (laughs) So uh, Grit, that's been around for a while, but it's a good book. I have not read it, but I've listened to the Freakonomics podcast where they did like three episodes on it or something. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's all just about like the idea of like stick-to-itiveness and how important that is. A lot of times it's more important than, than raw talent. For sure. I believe in that very much. (laughs) That's a true story. Well, maybe I'll have to give it a read. I was like, oh, maybe I'll take a break because I'm not done with Roar yet. And that was the March book. I'm I'm getting behind. (laughs) (laughs) Tonal birthdays. And then finally, we have a birthday that snuck by us, but Coach Gabby celebrated a birthday recently. So if you missed that, you should reach out and wish her a belated happy birthday. Yes, her birthday was on March 24th. Happy birthday, Gabby. Really been enjoying her new program. (laughs) Checking in with the Tonal Community. Joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube, it's Jasmine George. Hey, how's it going? Hi, how are you guys today? Good, good. good. We kind of always like to start these interviews out with hearing a little bit of the background of like how you first heard about Tonal and when that was. So in your timeline of fitness. Okay, I'm like one of those people who just scroll mindlessly Mm -hmm. through random pieces of social media. And so I think I started seeing it on Facebook. Okay. Just, you know, like in my little sponsored ads and things like that, there was a tonal and then there was, there were other various fitness related ads and I kind of wanted one, but when I went to the website and I looked at the price and everything, I was a little hesitant because it's not just me. I am a Mrs. George. So. Right, right. <laughs> I can't just be splurging just out of nowhere. Sure. So it was kind of in the back of my mind. And that was maybe a year ago, maybe early 2021. And I did mention it kind of in passing, you know, that soft sell. Hey, have you seen that tool thing? You know, to my <laughs> husband. He's very much into fitness. So historically, he's just like really great at it. It's very embarrassing for me. And we saw his arm. <laughs> yeah, we it did see his arm. arm so he, it, he's so muscular. That was all that would right. fit in the camera frame was just his arm. <laughs> and today's guest appearance to that, Mr. George's arm. 
that'll sell some tunnels, right? (laughs) Yes. So I mentioned it. And because he's so well-versed in the areas of fitness and whatever, he wanted to do research and look at different things and all of that stuff. And I remember one day he came in, it was late, late last year. And he's like, I ordered tonal. And I was like, okay. Yeah, I was like, okay, so I'm going to tell all my friends this for my birthday because he told me it was going to come in February. And so we got it. We got it early February and we've just been in love ever since then. Oh, that's That's wonderful. I was wondering where that story was going to go, because since he clearly at least the one arm seems to work out a lot, um, (laughs) uh, like a lot of times people that are used to free weights kind of look at tonal with some side eyes. And you want to hear something weird about that, though. Like I was a, a heavy lifter in high school. Okay. My high school was weird. Like you had like different focuses in fitness. So you mm-hmm. could do yoga, you could do dance. I chose lifting just because it was like such a thrill that I was like the only girl who could lift with the boys. Sure. And so in my head, I, I was like, is gender normative? And I'm like, cause this is where the boys are. You're not dumb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's just not say that let's, let's, let's say it was because i was just strong okay but, it, can be uh, it can be that's right it can, it can. <laughs> yeah. and i learned from like those old school lifting guys those were my coaches and they're very much into free weights and things like that they didn't like the machines my husband oddly enough is a machine guy Hmm. He liked the machines in the gym, like he liked the control that you get and things like that. And I think that's one of the things that really sold him on tonal. I was the one that had to be sold on the pulling and the cords and things. Yeah. Like, no, okay, we do free weights. <laughs> right. Well, you look at it and you're just like, yeah, I've seen Bowflex. How about no? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. And it's not that, but if you haven't actually utilized one. It's real easy to look at it and think that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it looks like a gimmick up front. It looks like, no, that's not for us real lifters. Right. It looks like that kind of thing, but it very much is for, it's hardcore. It's serious. (laughs) What was your moment of, oh, this is a thing? Like, when did that happen? It was... (laughs) And I'm laughing because it makes me think like, what was my weakness moment? Like where it taught me my lesson that I'm, I'm like, you're, girl, don't come in here playing around. Um, <laughs> I think it was when I was trying to do a curl and I had to dial it down. Like when I, <laughs> when I first had to dial it down, it was not an easy thing to do. I hovered over that little down arrow for a hot second. Sure. Like, I'm not, I, no, I'm not dialing this down. It's like, no, you're going to hurt yourself if you don't stop playing around. I don't care what you're used to doing. Tonal knows what it's doing. And my husband was telling me when I first started, I was like dialing it up. I'm no quitter. I can do this. <laughs> he's like, cause he started using it before I did. And he's like, I don't think that's a good idea. I was like, you're just being negative. You're just, you know, <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> I can do this. Okay. This thing says I'm pretty strong. Okay. So I can do this, but no, I had to dial it down just to be able to do the workouts with the proper form and know that I'm not doing something, you know, like when you're going, yeah, you know, like yeah. when you're doing all that rocking, your weight is too high. Exactly. You know? no. Yes. Yeah. And that's really the big difference between tonal and free weights. And I don't know if you've heard anybody talk about the Tonal Strength Institute. And if you've heard, so the Tonal Strength Institute was, I think they put it into place about six months ago, maybe a little bit longer, but we actually had an interview 
with the gentleman who started up the Tonal Strength Institute. And it's an official part of Tonal. And they have started doing all of these studies. And one of the very first studies that they did was they had heard all these people say, Using the tonal feels so much harder than free weights. Mm -hmm. And so they actually tested it. And on average, it actually is, I believe they said 14 to 24 percent harder than lifting free weights. Like they did the muscle activation test to see how much it was straining the muscles because you can't swing. You don't have any any momentum momentum Mm -hmm. in the same way that you can with free weights. So it's not in your imagination. It actually is harder. And that's how much on average. And biceps curl is the hardest one to do because you have no momentum at all. Like you can't swing the bar the way you can swing it whenever you're not on tonal. So you're not that crazy. That makes me feel a lot better. Because bicep like curl was the day. That was the weakness moment where I <laughs> dialed it down. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, what is wrong with me? I'm supposed to be the strong one. But and you no. are. You are. And there probably is a disconnect because you lifted before. You have an idea of what number you should be at. And so when the number on the machine is different than the number you used to lift on a free weight, I'm sure it does feel like a step backwards. Yeah. But like, it's actually just a different measuring right. stick, right? It's pretending it's metric. Yeah. <laughs> That's and you right. know what's funny? I had to like at some point I looked at the machine and I noticed something that I hadn't noticed before. There's a spot where it says 24 pounds or that number that we all look at. But under there, it'll say per arm yep. or per side sometimes. And I don't realize it. I've gotten into this mindset where I just tell myself, trust the tonal. Yeah. It knows what it's doing. It will dial up the weight when it's time and you don't have to artificially dial the weight up. So I've told myself that, but sometimes I'll still look at it and be like, oh man, you know, that's kind of low. But you think about it, it's per arm sometimes right. or per side. And I didn't realize that until the other day I looked at it and I'm like, oh, okay. It's not taking my entire body to lift 10 pounds. Right. Like, this is, it's 10 pounds per side. That or is such whatever a great point. Was. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point to remind people of, especially whenever you're first starting out. I think that we all tend to compare ourselves to other people in the community. It's mm-hmm. just human nature. And that is one of the reasons that Tonal has decided to stack up the leaderboard the way they do based on hours versus volume mm-hmm. or things like that, because they don't want people to feel like, oh, I quote unquote only lifted only. whatever. And it's like at the end of the day, you're still doing so much more than somebody else and you're only going to get stronger. That's your starting point, And it's such an important thing to remember. Yeah. And I think that's a great thing for you to bring up, like the various ways that people can measure their success or their progress. I really love the way that there are so many numbers. Like I focus on strength score, but I only focus on strength score because that's the only thing I'm really good at. Like I, <laughs> I love it. Like my strength score right now is 350. Nice. And I feel like that's awesome because I've only had it for a couple of weeks and they'll tell you like, you're stronger than 80% of other women and stuff like that. I love seeing that. But like I said, that's my strength. That's what I'm good at consistency I'm horrible at. So I'm not high on the leaderboard, but there are people who are great with that. And they can look at that number and say, look, I have this to be proud of. Or you can even just posting in the community and creating a post that gets a lot of likes or volume or like Tonal has given you so many metrics, so many things that you can focus on and say, look, I did that. Yes. You know, that's what I'm great at. So I really love that. That's a really good point. I like that. See, that's where I was lucky about never having worked out in my life. So I came in knowing nothing. So (laughs) 
He's uh, like the antithesis of your husband. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So you're no Mr. George. No. No. <laughs> no Mrs. George. I, uh... <laughs> so, but, I, but I immediately just submitted to the machine. I'm like, whatever it tells me, that's what I'll do. I know that I don't know what I'm doing. So if it says do this next, I don't know what it is, but okay. So it's a funny little story we like to tell. So Tom actually had never exercised in his life. Like he hated exercise, hated sports, never been athletic person. And he actually... Jasmine hid worked out on the tonal for a year and he like just did it in secret. I was the only one that was allowed to know about it. Then he came out of the tonal closet and in the last year he has between that and just like improving his diet has lost over 70 pounds and like he won't show it to people, but he's getting very jacked. I'm very impressed with him. (laughs) Well, you're benefiting daily from that. I'm sure. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. <laughs> congratulations. I mean, congratulations on getting into fitness, but congratulations on making it that long without ever having exercise. I mean, that's like a feat in and of itself. I think so. I used to tell when everybody, somebody would complain about like, oh, I threw out my back or I, I got a bum knee. I'm like, my body's in like new condition. I've never used it. <laughs> I don't know how you did it, but congrats. <laughs> and if I was in your high school, I'd have been like yoga. And then you would have been like, I'm not very stretchy. No. But that's where all or the like girls one, are. One of the theater kids. One of the theater kids. They were so fun. Yeah, I definitely would. I, was, well, a I was a theater kid. kid so, yes, that would have been. I was. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, OK, I think I got you guys figured out now. Yes. <laughs> I know you. Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned, though, that you worked out in high school. You did the weights in high school. So have you always been an active person? Have you always like liked to? Have you enjoyed the working out? No. OK. I'm not what anybody would categorize as active. I don't think like I like lifting. I guess I'm like most people and that I like to do things that I just am naturally good at. Of course. So I did it because we had to do some kind of P.E. We had to choose what we were going to do. And that's the thing that I was good at. Anytime I did try to get back into fitness as an adult, I gravitated toward the weights just because, like I said, that's what I've always been good at. Anything cardio? Um, no. no. No, I've never been able to do that. Also, so like I wouldn't Tom. say that I yes. was. Uh, <laughs> I'm right there with you. That's, See? Yeah. We, we have we that one like thing common. <laughs> I don't like to sweat. Ugh. Yeah. Oddly enough, I don't sweat. Really? really? Like not, that sounds dangerous, yeah. though. It feels like it probably is. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> well, if you don't sweat, is. though, then the, you should have been able to afford the tonal just from all the money you save on deodorant. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a really weird thing. It feels like it should be like labeled some kind of condition. I do, but it's very rare. Like really? I have to be dying like really 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 or i have to be you know i'm in texas so i was about to say do you like live in alaska maybe it's just really cold (laughs) and you've never had a reason to sweat (laughs) yeah like outside when it's a hundred and something degrees and i'm mowing a lawn or something it'll happen but it's just very rare nothing like everybody else wow no i'm a little envious george has those arms and you mow the lawn (laughs) (laughs) wait a minute yeah i guess i just Whatever I just say, uh, I'm going to do it. I just do it. 
Oh. Hey, everybody yeah. splits up their household that stuff differently. That is absolutely true. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. Everybody's different about that. I do get a kick out of it. So when you do the tonal, what does like a typical week look like for you? Okay, so... Do you remember when I said not consistent? Is not, uh-huh. <laughs> not my jam. A typical week that we've only had it three or four weeks. Okay. So I don't know if this is going to be normal or if I'll ramp up. Hopefully I'll ramp up. But right now I'll take like three days off or mm-hmm. something like that. And it's weird because I feel much better after every workout. Like the next day or if I work out in the morning, that day will go better than normal and stuff like that. But somehow, I guess I'm one of those people like whatever state I happen to be in, it's hard to get me out of it. Like if I'm not currently working out, like I just came home from work or something like that. It's like, oh, I'm just going to sit down. But while I'm working out, I can just keep going. So a typical week is like maybe three days on, three days off. And then the weekend I may work out. I may not work out. Okay. But um so for you yeah. the biggest challenge is just getting started is what I'm hearing. Getting started. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like I will moan and <laughs> and groan and I don't feel like doing it. And like the second I lift that first weight, I'm just going and I'm fine. It's just getting in that room. Like right now I'm in the room. So, <laughs> so when we're done. You're gonna do a workout, right? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Since you're over there. So I'm in I, here. So I'm just curious, do you tend to do individual workouts or programs? I did the fitness assessment first, and then I started off with something. It was like an individual workout, and it was pretty hard, but I felt like it didn't hit like all the whatever muscle groups Mm -hmm. that I wanted to hit or whatever. So then I started just choosing movements like I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that and whatever, and just do a series of movements. And in that process, I realized I don't know what I'm doing, (laughs) but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was just picking movements and putting weight on and it was just not cute. That's at a all. good way to get to know your machine though. Yeah. It is a good yeah. way to get to know your machine. Yeah. Just and a good way things. to get to know what you don't know. That's true. So, That's true. so I was picking movements and whatever, and I was like, just so sore and it was crazy. So then I decided I was going to start doing programs. So like right now, it's Coach Francis. I don't remember the name of the program, but it's one of the beginner programs. That's what I'm doing right now. That's good. And I love it. I love the programs. I'm like, at least Tom with you, I'm with you on that one. Like, just tell me what to do. Yeah. And, and I'm just going to do it. That's why I was asking, because yeah. I do programs for that exact same reason. When you talk about how it's hard to get started, I'm mm-hmm. in the exact same place. And so even to this day, and so like, I almost never do one-off workouts. I pretty much always do programs. Because I don't have to think, right? It's just day mm-hmm. 14 and I go down and I do day 14 and then that's it. Because if I go down there and stare at that machine trying to figure out what to do next, one, I'll either waste 10 or 15 minutes trying to find that perfect thing or mm-hmm. I'll just get bored and walk away. And so I just need to go down and be like, boop, I'm doing day 14 and we're off to the races. Yeah, in fact, he always chooses his program. Like as soon as he finishes a program, he starts the next he program the while next he's one. standing there so yeah. that he doesn't have to think the next time That's he comes downstairs. That's a good idea. Since this is my first program, I haven't seen that problem. So I'm just going to do that when I finish. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to start another program totally. right and then like, and there. It drove Crystal crazy for like the first year and a half. She's like, what program are you doing? I'm like, whatever one they recommended next. Yeah. And I'm just like, Ugh. I didn't even search for <laughs> I mean, anything. I love that idea. Yeah. They were just like, what about this? I'm like, what about it? 
Like, <laughs> why not? Yeah. I just lift the weight. That's yeah. my job. I'm like yeah. the opposite. I sit on my phone and I'll like look at them for hours. Like, yeah. oh, maybe I should do this one. Maybe I should do this one. And then I like go and like look at all the different moves they're going to do. And I think about which one's going to get me the biggest bang for my buck time wise. You're then- the one I want to be, but that's just not how my brain works. Same. So it's not going to happen. There's good days about it and there's bad days. Let me tell you, I can also obsess about some problems. Let me tell you. <laughs> So now have you tried any of the other content yet? Have you tried like, you know what I just found out about what the kid workouts? Yeah. I didn't know that that was a thing. Like somebody in the tonal community on Facebook posted, Oh, my kids just did a workout and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, I don't care about the blah, blah, blah right now. There are kid workouts. Yeah. Like I did not know that. And so I went on there and my husband was like, Oh my gosh, that's so creepy. When I realized (laughs) There was a volleyball one and my daughter like just started playing volleyball. It's like, are they planning this stuff for us? <laughs> like who just comes up? Hey, let's do a volleyball workout for kids for well, that family who has a kid who plays volleyball. It's just they started doing those right before the pandemic, but they kind of upped it a little bit during the pandemic because there were so many kids at home that weren't at school. And so they started kind of having like PE. adding. Yeah, exactly. Doing PE. And so it was That's a nice so way cool. for parents and kids to be able to take a break that was also structured. <laughs> so it's a win win for everyone. I'm really glad you brought that up. How old are your kids? Well, I only have my one little girl. She's 11. Aww, so. And will she actually do it? Yeah. Or does she like. That's a parent thing. That's an old people right? thing. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just found out about it maybe two or three days ago. And I'm like, Isabel, come here. Come look. They have volleyball. It's so cool. And she's like, in a minute, mom. Yeah. I'm coming. Yeah. yeah she she looked came. up. Hey. That's- <laughs> she did not look up. Oh, she, <laughs> she sorry to call you out like that. Sorry. I know you're trying to be positive. I was trying. Thank you for that. (laughs) We all need that, right? I appreciate the effort on your part. But no, she did not look up. She didn't even come in here. Well, you're not alone because we have have two kids that live with us and (sighs) we have a Peloton bike, a Peloton tread, a fight camp and a tonal and they won't touch any of it. None of it. None of it. All that stuff and they won't touch it? No. Completely disinterested. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Maybe someday. Maybe. Yeah. 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 So anyway. Now, what about whenever you first joined the community, since you haven't been in it very long, what do you wish that you had known right when you first got the tonal as compared to now? Like what's something you've learned you wish that you knew day one? I don't think I have one of those. I know I said I had to learn my lesson with upping the weight too high and things like that. But thankfully, I didn't get hurt in that process. Yes, thankfully. Um, So I guess I could have. So knowing to just trust the machine, do your starting weights and do the weight that they suggest, that probably would have been helpful. But I still think that I might have continued to have this cocky feeling about what I'm capable of and things like that had I not learned that lesson. So I still feel like even though I made that mistake, it was a good mistake to make. So mm, although that's the only thing that comes to mind, I wish I would have known that it's a good idea to just trust the machine. I like the way I was able to learn that lesson. 
I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Sometimes when you go down that road, you, you don't know, know what you don't know. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. it, a lesson sticks with you better rather than someone yeah. just saying, do this and you do it just because yeah. they said it. So, yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Sometimes you got to touch the hot stove. Right. <laughs> yes. Sometimes I like that. Yeah. <laughs> you will remember, though. To not I touch will hot remember yeah. from all those. Doms. I learned that word from my husband. Yes. Oh. Delayed onset muscle soreness for anybody yes. out there that's like, uh, what's so, that mean? See, yeah. Tom didn't I'll know. Re- I didn't know what it means. I was <laughs> making well, it Tom. dirty. I was like, oh, geez. <laughs> we know your history, Tom. <laughs> I was like, where, where are we going? <laughs> Not Dom from Fast and the Furious. Nope. <laughs> Not that bad guy. Totally family. So I learned my lesson. And your husband uses the tonal, so he likes it. You yes. said he started before you did, and he likes it he too. He did. He started day one, and he doesn't take days off like I do. <laughs> he like, and he will be in here for a hot minute, like a while. Now, does he use he the programs it. or does he like make his own? Well, he makes his own. I figured. Yes. You'll find like, uh, well, maybe you won't. I don't know if we'll speak forever, but <laughs> if you got to know us, you would find that whatever I'm doing, chances are he's doing something different. Like we're just very, very different in our approach to almost everything. But so, isn't that cool that yeah. Tonal mm-hmm. can meet you in both of those places? Like, yeah, that's so amazing. Because like cause, one thing that works for both of us is rare. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a great point. It's good to have a partner that's very different. It is. Crystal and I are like that in a lot of ways in that it overall, more often than not, is beneficial. It's true. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. It is. (laughs) So do you have any advice for people who are just getting a tonal? Yeah, definitely get it. (laughs) And... Like I said, I don't know why I keep coming back to the same point, but like trust the machine. Yeah. Do the starting weights and start out with programs. And I think the reason I would say start out with programs is because it exposes you to a wide variety of movements Mm -hmm. on the machine. So even if whether you know the machine or you don't, whether you know, maybe you've tried it with a friend or you're used to free weights. I think, Crystal, you said it before, doing the programs and doing the things that are programmed into the machine already is a really good way of getting to know it. So that's that's the advice I think I would give is just trust the machine, try it out, do the programs, do different workouts. And over time, you'll figure out where you live on the tonal. I live in the strength score area. That's my jam. But maybe the leaderboard is your thing. Maybe there's some other number that I don't even really know about that <laughs> motivates you. Or maybe it's just keeping up with your kids on a hike. I saw somebody post about that one day, but just trust it. Absolutely. And I will say back to the program aspects. It's funny when Crystal was saying she goes through and picks it for like, oh, this movement will I'll get more bang for my buck. And it's like I like the programs because if I was going to pick my own movements, I would be picking the same two or three like the programs force me to do the things yeah. i don't want to do but i need to do so, so. true 
That's so you end true. up those people that look like they missed leg day. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one would ever be like, yes, I would like some Bulgarian split squats. You, nobody would ever ask for that yeah. ever. Nobody ever yeah. would ask for that. No. <laughs> I don't think I've run into that one oh, yet. You will. You like, my you'll hardest this conversation. One so far. Yeah. And you'll be like, they were right. Yeah. Really? Now I have to find it. Yeah. Like the curtsy squat. Oh, yeah. That's an awful one, like, too. Yeah, I was about to say I'm not a fan, but I am like I like the mm-hmm. area that it hits. I feel like I need some help in that area. <laughs> yeah, but, well, I mean, it uh, is really here. good. It's really good for your legs. And so is Bulgarian split squats. But you're like you have your back foot up on the bench and then you use your front foot to do basically a one legged lunge and you go all the way down oh, wow. holding, while holding, while holding yeah. the weights. And so you'll get to that when you said you're doing like a beginner program right now, which is exactly uh-huh. what you should be doing. And the moves get more complex. It's not that the programs get more difficult because it's all based mm-hmm. on your weight, but the moves get more complex. And so you'll see those moves that are even more complex, like the Bulgarian split squats. You'll see those in intermediate and advanced programs. And okay, they are killer. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you cuss, but you will. Oh, yeah, yeah. you will. <laughs> that day I, you I will try not to. But. <laughs> <laughs> that's the day when you start yelling at your tonal yeah have you had to do a pillar bridge with row yet i yeah. think i may have that sounds familiar i don't listen to the name you just do what i yeah. i just look and i just okay yeah okay, i'm gonna do it that's and i a, just do whatever they took me a long to time to start remembering the names too so, <laughs> for the yeah. same reason i would come up with I know my own I names i did a split squat Ooh, but it yeah. wasn't Bulgarian. Yeah. The so split, a split squat, squat is super hard too. Yeah. And that one you just like hold statically and like you're not up on the bench. And then like the bench is what makes it so much harder because you're putting all of the weight right on your front on heel. Front. Yeah. And so it's like really, really concentrated. And yeah, it's painful. And the pillar bridge with row is it's a plank. You're doing a forearm plank and then you're using your free arm. It's not free. And you got to do a row while you you're in plank position. It's yeah. a whoo. It's tough. <laughs> I mean, I feel like maybe we shouldn't tell beginners these things. <laughs> but you know, you know, she's what, like, "Am I still in my return window?" But you know what they say: <laughs> like the stuff that's hard now is that's going to be your warm up, and it's going to be yeah. so easy. And when you talk about how you define success and how you see like the growth in yourself, someday you are going to be doing those moves, and the other beginners are going to be doing those moves, and you're going to be like, "Oh my god, that was rough!" But also, you did it, and that is yes. very exciting. So, yeah, <laughs> it did make me feel better when you first said, like, you're describing this thing. I'm like, I'm not doing that. But I felt better <laughs> knowing if I just do what the machine tells me That's to right. do. I'll be ready for it when it comes. Exactly. Yeah. You will. So. You will. And there's yeah. no timer. Take all the time you need. Exactly. Right? Like it's just. Oh, you know, I will. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Like we're, <laughs> it's, we approach this from a very similar <laughs> spot. <laughs> it's a little frightening. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I like another Tom brain out there running around. <laughs> We're good for the world. Yes. Actually, the world needs people like us. too. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us. Before we let you go, I always say let people know where to find you on social media if you would like to be found. Oddly enough, although I'm like super social, Uh I'm not like a social media like person. Like I don't have a 
Instagram or that's okay. anything like that. Nothing worth sharing. Okay, that's fine. my name is Jasmine George. Okay, <laughs> but- well, they can find you if they want to see you over in the official Tonal community, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And on Tonal itself, my name is Jasmine three four seven three four seven. Okay, there we okay. go. Yeah, that's great, Jasmine three four seven. Perfect. Yeah, cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been a lot of fun. All right. It has been fun. And thank you for having me. Thank you for the invite. Absolutely. You're very welcome. So I guess that brings this episode to a close. Until next time, where can people find you? People can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and the Tonal Leaderboard at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at uh, facebook.com slash Superset Podcast. And while you're there, like the page or join the group so you can stay up to date on our stuff in between episodes. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep Clifton. Smart pedal, smart bar, smart tree, there you are, customized, make it right, AI, form and vibe, super set, we'll show you what it's all about, it's a total The Superset is made possible in part by support from Tonal.